Welcome to my memoir podcast. This is the prologue, the intro. There's a good chance if you're listening to this, your name is Miss Costin. So welcome. Um, alright. So let's get started. So a theme that will be carried through my memoirs. A theme is family and hard work creates you know, good times and good memories. And my stories, kind of created by other people, um, they were all, they're all really important to me because, you know, I got to learn about my dad. I got to look back on better times when, you know, we weren't stuck in COVID and we could do basically whatever we wanted. And times when I was just young, really young, little baby, and I got to think about my family as a whole. So I am a middle child in a family of five. I have two parents, an older brother and a younger sister. My brother is 17. My sister is 11. I'm 14. And my name is Grady. I live in Albuquerque, New Mexico. And I think growing up in Albuquerque, it's important because there's a lot of different experiences that you can have here. You know, there's there's a rougher side, you know, where parts, there's a large amount of the population lives in poverty. You know, there's a lot of homeless people you see on the street. And I feel like that's important to help, you know, see that and help spread awareness. And there's also really rich people in Albuquerque. And I think having those two sides really helps, you know, helps people learn you know about different struggles and different different cons and pros of living in poverty as opposed to like being rich or just living middle class and i'm basically gonna talk about you know me as a child um then probably about my dad who was you know a semi-professional bike racer and how those days really impacted him and how that helped him become a better father. And then I'm going to tie it all together with my whole family, talk about different different parts of us as a whole, um, and how all of us together make a great team, a great, great, great family. Let's jump in and talk about my first memoir, which was the photo memoir. I chose a picture of me as a child. I was about two when that picture was taken. I had my little stuffed animal called Boo Bunny. Uh, the reason I called it Boo Bunny was I just couldn't couldn't pronounce Blue Bunny correctly. So I went with Boo Bunny. Never switch a name because I just thought it was really really an important way to keep it blue boo instead of blue tell me keep that sense of childhood and it made me feel good um made me feel good whenever i think about those days and i think about boo bunny he was the best friend you could ever ask for he never never complained whenever i wanted to play something that he didn't i mean he wasn't a real friend but it felt that way because he did Whatever I wanted, I couldn't go to sleep without him. I couldn't really play without him. 
and my first first about two weeks in preschool, I could I couldn't go to school without my boo bunny. And you know, I, as I grew older, you know, I stopped playing with him as much. It's kind of sad, but recently I found him. He was actually in my closet. I didn't even realize it. He was on the top shelf, and I looked at it, and it made me realize, you know, how much fun I had as a child. And the other day, I read this quote. It was called, cringing at your past makes you feel better as a person now. And I don't want to say that that I cringed at my past, but it reminds me how far I've come. I mean, I'm only 14, and I've still got so much growing to do and so much learning to do. But it's crazy to think that over these just probably... 10 years about, 10, 9 years, you've grown so much as a person, and you learn so much. And I think that's a really important lesson because people don't seem to realize how much you actually learn in your first 15 years of life and how much that impacts the rest of your life. Because if you slack off during school, it's going to be harder. When you get later in life, you're going to have to work harder. You're going to have to do manual labor. And that's why I think it's important for school as well. Just just work as hard as you possibly can. So that ties back to my theme with family and hard work. I think Bunny was definitely family. And he helped me grow. And he helped me you know, make, make real friends. And I think he was really important to the development of my social life. And also by my school, because he he was just my first friend. He was my only friend for a long time, and he was amazing. All right, next up, I'm going to be talking about my interview memoir. I interviewed my father. He is 46, and he has had a lot of amazing stories to tell, and him and his dad as well. They're really adventure junkies, is what I like to call them. Not that I'm not, but he they really did so much. So much adventuring. And my dad grew up in kind of a broken home. His dad left when he was just a little baby. Um and you know, he he always supported his son, but he wasn't always there and I think that was hard for my dad. And it really helped my dad always be there. He's always there whenever you need him. And he's a great father. He's an amazing person, a great father. And he really helps us whenever we need him. So whenever my dad wasn't there, it really, or whenever my granddad wasn't there for my dad, I think it really helped push my dad to work harder to try and kind of prove him wrong in a way. And my dad would always be on a bike. He raced as much as he could. It's kind of like soccer in a way or anything. The more you do it, the better you're going to be. The more races, the more training you do, the better you're going to be. So no matter what, my dad was always on a bike, always working, always you know trying to improve himself and trying to improve his racing. And eventually my dad got there. He was on a semi-professional team. And due to a few injuries and just, you know, 
he was not doing very well in school, trying to handle both biking and school. It was really hard for him, so he decided to quit, but this was one of his favorite stories, and he talks about this story to this day, and, you know, we still, and me and my sister, we still make jokes about it, because after, so my dad was racing, and, you know, they hadn't got a, he woke up late, so you didn't get to see the course overview, basically you see if there's like big hills, or it's flat, or whatever. And this was about a week-long race, so today was like the second stage. There's different stages in a week race. There's like seven, seven, seven races over seven days. This was the second day, and he was racing, and he realized that the road, the road, the race had been pretty flat for about for about seventy miles, and they're coming near the finish, and it had become a sprint. Now sprinters are normally pretty small, pretty dynamic, pretty quick, and you find one of them on like each team. But his sprinter actually got injured in a in a pileup or a crash back a few miles back, so he couldn't race. And my dad stepped up and he was pretty brave. He decided to race. He decided to sprint. Now sprinting is pretty scary. Imagine just like 10 people all going as fast as they can in bikes right next to you and you're kind of crowded and it's it's pretty scary he stepped up and he was actually he was pretty he was pretty close to winning he got third though and he he tried his best he was really working and it was hard for him to win that race because he really wasn't that build he was pretty tall pretty lanky pretty skinny kind of like my brother and you know, after the race is what happened and is what's still said by my kids today or by his kids today, by me and my sister. And they were hanging out in like the team car and some random lady comes like banging on the window. And, you know, my dad rolls down the window and she goes, you done real good. Too bad he couldn't done a little better. And he never forgot that. And we never forgot that. And that's all we talk about to this day um, when we talk about his racing career. And I thought I thought it was really important to learn, like I said, about other people's experiences because it teaches you so much about the world, so much about them, and it really helps you place yourself in their shoes. All right, the last memoir I wrote or I'm going to talk about today is my family metaphor memoir. <laughs> And when you talk about a family, there's normally one part they talk about in particular, which is the head of the family. The person that sits at the head of the table, makes the decision, makes the decisions, you know, works hard, always is always working for the family. And for us, that's my dad. My dad, we call him the head of the family. Uh, he sits at the head of the table. He cooks for us. He works. He's really hardworking. And he's just a great dad all around. And for my family metaphor memoir, I decided to call all of us a body. There's five main parts to the body. We've got the head, the mind, the heart, the legs, and the bot and the arms. And my mom, I would describe her as the mind of the family. She's strong, independent, and hardworking. She really wants the best for us and will basically do whatever to help us. Um and it's just I think it's hard for her sometimes because 
she struggled hard with poverty as a kid and she is just she was kind of wrecked by that her her dad was a, a great father and neither was her mom and she helps us and she tries her hardest to be her best and she always is she always is a great mom and she's the mind she makes some of the decisions um she really persuades my dad very well and next up is my brother he's the third oldest he's 17. i call him the legs of the family because he's always like going except for when he sleeps he sleeps for like 12 hours a day but when my parents run around he's your guy he's always working he keeps track of me and my sister and he'll cook sometimes but not very often he's pretty funny he's charismatic and also hardworking. Just like my mom and my dad. Next up is me. I call my I describe myself as the arms of the family. He's I kind of I kind of help my brother out. He's kind of kind of his like little partner, a little sidekick. I'm helping out as and I try to help out as many parts and I try to help out in every way possible. And I'm working all the time. I'm trying to improve at soccer, as a person, and at school. I think that's important. I think I'll describe everyone in my family as hardworking. And you got my sister, Ingrid. She's 11. I call her the heart of the family because she's always keeping everyone else on her toe, on our toes. And she's very energetic. She keeps us ready at all times, like I said. And she's basically ready for anything herself. If you throw something at her, she will like dodge it and, you know, help. She'll help out. She does whatever. Just like anyone else in my family. And that's why I describe her as loud, energetic, and hardworking. And all together, my family is a body. We all work as hard as we possibly can together. Well, welcome to my epilogue i hope you've learned a lot i know i have i think oh, writing about these topics has really changed my perspective of learning different people's stories and you know how they acted and also thinking about my life compared to everyone else's and all the stuff around me um and i think i've grown a lot as a writer throughout these these memoirs and throughout the throughout the semester or the trimester and this English class and I hope that people start to understand that I've got like a deeper meaning behind <clears throat> uh, everything that I write and there's always um, something that ties into another thing and a lot of the memoirs that I wrote were poems and I thought poems were <clears throat> I thought poems were easier to write for me, um, and I like the flow of them, and I like I can connect words and repeat them over and over again. And I feel that this project was really well done, um, or these memoirs were really well done, and took a lot of time and effort. And hopefully, people start to understand that you know, hardworking is a big, big aspect of my life and my family's life and all that great stuff so people listening i hope you have a great day and
Yeah. Uh, I'll see you next time. I guess.